Welcome to episode 16 of We Are The Daring podcast. This one is called Healing From Relationship Trauma, something that I do know quite well. Um, So I'm going to dive into this one today. This one is for the mummers, the lovers, the mumpreneurs and you. Whoever you are out there listening to this, this is your calling to be more daring. So sit down, listen and relish in this moment just for you. Good morning. I am recording this podcast sitting, looking out over the beautiful broad water, um, sitting in my car with my beautiful little dog by my side, who's patiently waiting for me to take her for a walk. But I've opened up my emails and my DMs this morning on Instagram, and I have noticed that there's been a huge influx of women asking me, how do I heal from my relationship breakdown? Or I've been left pregnant. I want to know how I can move through this as you have done or I've just flee from a domestic violence situation and I really want to heal from the trauma that has happened. So I'm going to be speaking with you today about how I've healed my own relationship traumas and there is quite a bit to it. So it is a question that I get asked quite frequently. I think it's because I did discuss my trauma on an open forum and that was the main topic that I kind of talked about was how I was moving through that trauma of being left pregnant by my partner. And look, it was a really hard time in my life, but if I hadn't have worked through that and kind of spoke it out as much as I did and, and gained help and also let other women know, you know, you're not alone. I'm going through this too. It is normal. You're not a loser. You're not worthless. All those horrible thoughts and feelings that I felt, I don't think I would have survived that experience. And something that I want to talk about is the sheer worthlessness that I felt from having someone walk out on me when I needed them the most was amongst one of the hardest things that I've ever had to walk through in my life. Really, I really struggled with that for quite some time as to how I was going to feel whole again. And I really do recall the feelings. Uh, It still is a feeling that I can recount really easily, that feeling that I just, I was worthless. I felt like I had nothing to offer. I felt like a loser. I felt like unlovable was a huge one that I think I still work through a lot um, as part of my trauma healing. But I think, look, with working through this has come great growth. And I think that I'm a huge believer that we are all chosen our life path before we come here. Some I think that, I don't know, it's a bit of a spiritual thing, I guess. Uh, but I think that we're all given this life path to learn certain lessons, to go through certain things, to evolve, um, whether it's spiritually or emotionally or whatever it might be. I really, truly believe that we are given these these lessons in our life. And I think that that was a lesson that I had to learn. It was something that I had to walk through. And look, it's changed me as a person. It's changed my entire life path. And for so long, I resented that change. For so long, I really resented that my life was not the way that I had planned it out, that I didn't have that happy together family that I had so long wished for. I just couldn't honestly believe that my life didn't pan out the way that I I envisioned it was going to. And it was a really hard pill to swallow. And for so long, I just, I sat in the resentment and I sat in the anger and I was angry that someone had stolen my ability to have that family unit that I so badly craved as a child. And that I would never have that with my daughter. I really, I was angry. I was pissed off. And I think that 
so many of you talk about those feelings. How do I let go of the resentment? So the first thing that I done when I start realized that, okay, I've got to heal this or it's going to consume me. <laughs> the first thing that I started doing was I started writing down how I was feeling. So you don't have to write it in a journal. I know sometimes that's a little bit more time consuming. You can type it out on a computer. You can share it uh, on a blog, which is what I did. I shared it publicly and it helped other people. And it also was really cathartic for me. It was a really cathartic experience. So look, I think that is the main thing is get out those feelings and emotions. Even if you're not someone to write stuff down, talk it through. Talk it through with someone that you can trust that isn't going to be judgmental, that's just going to be a really great sounding board for you to get those feelings and emotions out and to get them, I guess, heard and maybe not validated. I don't feel like that is the right word, but I think you're allowed to feel these feelings, whatever they are, as deep as they are, as angry and as resentful and as pissed off as they are, you are entitled and allowed to these feelings. So step one, get them out in any way that you can. Um, Try not to, I guess, get into the negative space of the victimhood when you're speaking about it. That's one thing that I've noticed. A lot of women will come to me and they'll start their email or they'll start their message to me or their DM with, yeah, but he's doing this, but he did this to me, but he said this and he did this. Um, now I understand that what, look where there's some motorbikes going past currently. Sorry for that. Um, it's actually a very busy little walkway here. (laughs) Um, so sorry about the background noise, but look, I think the main thing is to get it out. Don't get into the victimhood. Do not go too far down the path of he said that I said that he said this was worse and don't get too far into that, especially when you're speaking to friends. Speak about your emotions. Speak about the way that it's making you feel, but also acknowledge, try and look for the lesson amongst it when you're speaking it out. Try and look for the lesson that you can take away so that it can help you heal and try and not focus on he's doing this or he's out with this new person or he's out living his life and I'm stuck here doing this. Try not to focus on that. Do not let him or the person, or maybe it's a woman if you're listening and you're a guy, do not let them be the focus of your new life that you're going to be stepping into. Because that is a huge point that I want to make is that you've got to shift your focus from the, he said, he did, Um, all the rest of it to your new life. This is your new life. And I know that you might not have dreamt it up for yourself. I know that it might look entirely different to the way that you actually wanted it to look. I feel those vibes in my soul. I can totally relate. But you do need to stop putting your energy towards something that's no longer serving you and start putting it back in towards yourself. Take your power back. So that is step one. Now, step two for me, I think was really important. It was a huge part of my healing and that was taking ownership for where I fucked up, for where I went wrong in it. Now for you, it might be that what you allowed is what did continue in your relationship. It could be that you spent too much time with someone who wasn't honoring you, who wasn't being respectful of you as a person. They might've been cheating. They might have been showing signs of being slightly violent and and you kind of were like, you know, like, you know, everyone has their bad days or, um, you know, they can, uh, we can work through it together. It might have just been something small like that, but take ownership of your own shit in the relationship. Now, for me, within my relationship breakdown, it was the fact that I 
had become really upset and I'd said things that I didn't mean and I got really quite cranky about uh, financial side of things and about the fact that I was pregnant and I had just lost my job and I was getting quite, um, I guess, heated and upset about that. And that's, that's my shit that I've got to own. And also that I dated someone that I think wasn't right for me. Uh, we weren't right for each other. We didn't have similar interests. We didn't have similar things in common. Um, and it wasn't all that clear to me at the time, but I think it was after the fact that I realized we just weren't compatible and we were trying to make something work when we actually weren't compatible. So own your shit. Take a really good look at the relationship just quietly in a moment to yourself. Maybe now, um, pause me and have a really good hard think. Where can you take some ownership? What can you learn for your own healing from this? It might have been that you were too forgiving to someone. It might have been that you let someone in your space that you really didn't have a good vibe with or your friends or your family might have said, hey, you know what, I don't think they're right for you and you still went along anyway. Uh, it might have been the fact that you allowed stuff to continue that was going to happen within your relationship that didn't serve you, that wasn't respectful, that wasn't kind. And could you have stopped this from happening sooner? Whatever it is for you, go and have a look through. Have a look through your memory bank and own whatever belongs to you because that is really important in A, not making those mistakes again, but also B, learning, growing and moving through the hurt, moving through the resentment and owning what is yours. It's so important And for some of you, I know you might be sitting there thinking, no, I was definitely the victim and he did this and he constantly did that or he did this to me all the time and I was a supportive partner. Okay, so what can you learn from being supportive of someone that wasn't respectful towards you? What can you take away for your life to benefit you from that experience? Because yeah, I understand that some women do just meet these people or some men do meet these women and they're just not right and and they try and do everything that is right and supportive and kind and it just doesn't work. But obviously, try and do a stock take of what you could change, what you could take away from that and have a look at the people that you're investing your kindness and your time and your love in and why you invested time in someone that wasn't worthy. So whatever it is, do your stock take look at the lesson. What can you take away? Now, once you've kind of gone through, you've written it down, you've gotten it out, you might've talked to a friend and then you've gone through and worked out where you've made a mistake, where you could have, I guess, learned the lesson, where you could have done a stock take of what what you aren't going to do next time in in a relationship, what you can learn. Now is the time when you've got to kind of start to peel back the onion and do the healing. And there are going to be feelings that come up. So the common one for me was after being left pregnant, I really felt worthless. I felt so unloved that it was consuming. I had a new baby. I'm getting a bit emotional as I'm talking about this. I had a brand new little girl. I didn't have the luxury of trying to heal because I was so switched on to single mother And I didn't have the time to digest and go through and really unpack those feelings 
because I was I was so preoccupied. So it's only been as she's gotten older and I've had that time spare, whether she's been at, at kindy or at, she likes to call it big school. She gets very upset when I use the word kindy. I've really got to watch my language there. Um, so whether she's been at big school or whether she's been with her dad, that I've actually had that private time to unpack those feelings. So it's definitely still something that I am unpacking today that I am working through. Now, so many people write into me and they say, I just feel such anger and I feel such resentment. And they always say to me, it's poisoning me. And it is those feelings, those anger, those resentments, it is poison. So you have to learn to let it go. Now, something that I, I done a lot of research on this. I always joke with people that I didn't want to be that broken woman anymore. So I did the research. I did the work. I went to the psychiatrist, the psychologist, the healer, the Reiki, the energy healer. Uh, You name it, I tried it. So one huge thing for me was that I just wanted to move through the experience as quick as I could. And something that I found extremely beneficial was that whenever I had a resentment feeling or for example, I'd be out with my brand newborn, um, my newborn little girl, and I'd be standing in the shopping center and someone would throw a glare at me and I'd be thinking to myself, you know, she'd be screaming or whatever and I'd be fumbling trying to do the shopping and trying to be a newborn mom and trying to do it as a solo mom and work through my emotions. And I had a lot going on and someone would throw a shade stare at me and in my head I'd think, you know, fuck, I wouldn't have to do this if he didn't walk out and I wouldn't have to be all by myself and right, I'd go off into this resentment, anger tangent in my mind. Now, I didn't realize I was doing it for quite some time. And once I did and I started doing the research, the it's so simple, but I promise you it works. When you get that feeling of resentment or anger or just hurt, that really deep feeling of hurt that stops you from eating and makes, you know, kind of consumes you a little bit. Just simply say in your head, I forgive you and I release you. It's so simple, right? But it works. And it really does help you move through that feeling of anger and resentment because you don't want to carry that around. It is fucking heavy to carry those intense feelings and those really deep feelings. It's heavy to carry it around with you. So whenever that feeling pops up or their name pops into your head with that feeling of, oh, you know, fuck them or fuck this or that feeling of anger, just simply say either out loud if you're by yourself, (laughs) you don't want to be walking around talking to yourself or in your head if you're out in public, I forgive you and I release you. Because in forgiving and releasing that person, you're actually forgiving and releasing yourself from those feelings. And they're strong feelings. You don't want to carry that around. Now, a lot of people have said to me, I don't have the money, especially the single mums that write in. I've read that you did a lot of Reiki work and a lot of psychiatrists, psychologists and all the rest of it. And I don't have the money for that, whether you're overseas or in Australia, we actually have a thing called a mental health care plan. So do go and speak to your GP about that if you are Australian based and listening. If you are overseas, you don't have to spend the money to get the healing done. You can also do things like learning tapping online just on YouTube or Nick Ortner is on Facebook. He's amazing. Um, Do go and check him out. 
and tapping through those feelings. I won't go too much into that, but there is a lot of different healings that you can do. I believe in healing from the energy side of it is really important. Um, Stagnant energy within the body. Sorry, my voice is um, starting to go on me. Um, Stagnant, I believe that stagnant energy within the body is what actually causes us to get illness. Um, I'm actually reading an amazing book at the moment, Energy Medicine. Um, It's incredible. So I will touch base with you guys on that once I've finished it. It's quite in depth. Um, But healing from an energy point of view in this is really important. I actually got my girlfriend to do some saging over me and we did like an energy clearing that way. Um, I did Reiki. Uh, I did a lot of Reiki healing. Um, I find Reiki is great when you've been through an emotional trauma like a relationship, uh, whether it's relationship with a family or in a relationship as we're discussing here, I think it's so important that you do the healing from an energy point of view. So definitely make sure that you're tapping through it, that you are going to see a Reiki healer if you can, that if you're in your, if, with, if you are in Australia and eligible for a mental health care plan from your GP, um, your doctor, if you're listening overseas and you're thinking, what the hell is she talking about? Your doctor. So go and get one of those and go and see a psychologist that resonates with you. And sometimes it might take a few goes to find someone that actually fits and that you feel comfortable with and that can actually help you move through that. Um, cognitive behavioral therapy is another great one that you can get under the mental health care plan as well. So there are resources available to you to get that healing done so that you can move forward. Um, because I couldn't believe it. My inbox has been flooded lately. I think that with everything going on with the coronavirus, there's probably a lot of relationships that are breaking down and that are strained and that are at breaking point. So a lot of women are writing in now. I'm seeing a huge influx of that. Um, So if you're out there and you have written into me recently, this is definitely for you. I have promised you that I would do a podcast on healing through your relationship trauma. And here it is at long last. I've got some free time. So I thought, why not start it today? Now, another thing that I want to touch base on with you guys. So once you, we've been through the points now. So once you've gone and either written it down or typed it out or spoke to a girlfriend about it, one of those girlfriends that is a really good sounding board for you. Mine is my older sister. She's fantastic at being a sounding board and she can't, she knows the language that is going to help people heal. She's actually really great at that. Um, I love to speak to her about when I'm going through some tough times because she always knows the right thing to say to not just be a listening ear, but also to help me move through it. So pick someone that you can really trust um, and that's going to help you unpack it in a really great way. And then once you have looked for your shit, owned it, taken ownership of it. And then you have gone through and been like, okay, so now where can I heal it? I forgive you and I release you. And you've done that side of it. And you're starting to feel like, okay, I've got a handle on this. Now, this might take months. It could take years. My, I got left pregnant in 2015. And let me tell you, I am still going through the healing. I am still going through the trauma of that. I don't want you to freak out because a lot of the, I think it only took, probably about a year for me to actually feel like I was getting back on track again. But I certainly was able to get up out of bed and do my own thing and get on with my life. And the reason why was I was like, I am not going to fucking let this own me. I, I did know when the, when it all unfolded that 
it really hit me to my core. It hit me really deep in my soul and it impacted me. It was like a big giant shock to the chest, if I can describe it as anything. It was like something hit me so fucking hard in the chest that I went flying back and I was trying to stop that impact um, and trying to stop it from impacting me and pushing me down. So that is something that I really have tried to do is just be like, you know what? Fuck you. This is not going to own me. This is not going to be something that defines the rest of my life. I'm taking my power back. I'm going to take my power back and I'm going to own my life and step back into my power. And that was something that I really, I had to fight for myself and I knew that it could consume me and I, and it very nearly did. And I understand that you have those feelings. And a lot of people have been writing to me saying, I can't get out of bed. I don't even know how to put one foot in front of the other. Let yourself feel those feelings. Let yourself feel them. It's okay to have those days, but you also have to fight for your damn self. I can tell you the tools that I used, but you have to find that fire in your belly again to make yourself realize that you are fucking worthy. You are worthy of a beautiful life. You are worthy of someone who loves and fucking adores you and worships you for the beautiful woman that you are. You are deserving of that. And that is all going to come in time. So I've had a lot of people write into me as well recently and say, I have just started dating and I've seen that you're dating and you seem so ruthless in dating and so strong. And look, that's all because I've done this work. It's all because I have really taken my own power back. And I've realized my worth again. And it did take some time. It did take some healing. But you will start to find your groove in healing your trauma. You will find out that, okay, yeah, I've noticed that that is a little bit of a pinch spot for me. That is a little bit of a... It's people acting in an unpredictable way for me that I can't read. That is a huge pain point for me. And it's something that I guess is very triggering for me, whether they're male, whether they're female, it is very triggering for me because I get concerned um, because of the experience. I get concerned, is there something bigger at play here? Are they just going to randomly run away? And I start, you know, the little dialogue starts in my mind and I start kind of re overthinking everything. So that is still a huge trauma that I'm working through. And it's definitely, if someone starts acting in a way that I can't read, because I'm pretty good at reading people, I start, the dialogue starts in my head. Oh my gosh, you know, is this person not wanting to be around me anymore? Am I not worthy of this person? Is that what's going on here? And then I literally have to talk to myself and be like, you know what? Chill out, calm down you've done the work, you've done the healing, it's okay. So I really hope that what I've mentioned today has helped you guys in some way that it has set off. You might find something in there and you might add to it or you might think I someone else told me to do this and I'm going to add that into what Layla has said today or I'm just going to roll with what Layla said and find my own groove and find my own energy healer or my own Reiki practitioner or... Um, whatever it might be, or I'm going to start tapping and kind of go off in that little direction. So that is something that I find really, really helpful is find your own groove, figure out what works for you and what doesn't. It might be an hour of meditation in the morning, followed by some journaling to kind of really get those deep emotions out. And also one of the hardest things to do through this healing is owning your shit. It's going to feel uncomfortable for you it's going to feel very uncomfortable at times because you have to put yourself 
under a magnifying glass and see where you've contributed to something that hurt you. It's so easy to place the blame on the other person. It is really fucking hard to put yourself under the microscope and go, where did I contribute to this? Because you're taking ownership of your own pain and you're taking ownership of something that caused you hurt. And it's not an easy thing to do. It's not, it's a very hard pill to swallow. So I really hope that if you are out there and you are working through this relationship trauma, that you know that you can reach out to me. I'm always here if you need to talk. But please do seek out the people that are professional at this, whether it's a life coach, whether it's someone that you want to start working with a life coach. I know Jess Shembri, she has beautiful modules. She also has a podcast, The Abundance Hub. Um, It's a really great podcast and resource to go and listen to if you're needing some inspiration. But it's about one thing that I actually, one thing I want to touch base on before I jump off today is taking ownership of your life again. And I spoke about this quite a lot um, after I was left pregnant and a lot of women started coming to me for advice. Don't see your relationship breaking down as a downfall, no matter your age. Because a lot of people say to me, you know, you're in your mid thirties and you're dating and you're saying no to what looks like these amazing guys. Like, what's your story? (laughs) What's going on? Look, I think that the main thing is that I know, I know my worth. And I've done a lot of the work around healing and around how to move through the trauma. And I've learned so much about myself. And one thing that I really realized was now my relationship with Eva's father might not have been that great. Maybe this all unfolded because I was meant for bigger and better things. And and so was he. And, And that's what we found is we have both thrived better with other people and in different situations and ever gets the both the best the best of both worlds and i think that that is so important and i stopped seeing it as an ordeal and i started seeing it as an opportunity to reinvent my life my way and once i took ownership that yeah you know what you are going to be a single mum at 29 you're not going to get that happy family you're always going to have co-parents you're never going to get that happy together family that's just not in it for you you're always going to have to work at co-parenting. You are going to have to have a stepdad eventually in your daughter's life. And it's never going to be that together family that you thought. But then I realized, you know what, this is an opportunity for me to design my life my way. With being a single mom comes great strength. It comes knowing yourself down to the core. Like I believe other people just don't because the only person that you have to rely on at the end of a long, hard, tough day is yourself. When you fall down and you have a moment of weakness in your life and you're really struggling and the single motherhood is a lot and it's pushing you down and you're exhausted, you are the only one that you have to rely on. You are the only one that can throw a hand down and you be like, you know what, girl, stand up. You've got this. And there is fucking power in that. There is amazing power in that. So use it. Use that power. Take that ownership back because this is your new life that you're walking towards. And don't let your damn self down because honestly, there is no bigger feeling than when you've let yourself down. And I felt that recently and it it really hurt, but it also taught me a lot. 
So I really hope today that you have taken some strength away from this, that if you are healing through relationship trauma, that you now are like, you know what, I've got a bit of a standpoint. I know where I can start with this healing. I know where I can kind of base my healing around and I can move through this. It is not going to consume you. It is going to be a part of your story, but it is going to be one that you call on for strength as you move forward into your new life. So on that note, I'm going to take my little pooch for a walk along the beach here and it's a beautiful sunny day. We're going to go and have some exercise, which will be beautiful and start our day that way. But it's been so nice connecting with everyone. If you do not already follow me over on Instagram, it's at Layla Steed. If you need to talk to me about your own healing, your own trauma, you have some questions about anything within this episode, the best way to get at me is via DM uh, or email, which uh, both is on my Instagram uh, page. So do go and check me out over there. If you need to connect, please don't hesitate. If you need to ask questions uh, of a legal aspect uh, and you're traveling through that, I can always put it out to the community that we have. There is beautiful women on there from police women to women that work in domestic violence, to lawyers, to people that specialize in family law. Our women and our community is strong and we have got you through this. So please do not feel like you are not supported, that there's no one out there that can help you because trust me, I've done it before. I've put words out to the community. And even if I am not someone that's in that professional field, I can get you in touch with the women who are and they rise up and they help you and it is freaking incredible and I'm so proud of our community. So on that note, you have a beautiful day. It is Thursday afternoon or Thursday morning here. I should say I'm a bit confused. It looks like afternoon, um, but yeah, I'm going to jump off now and I hope you guys have a beautiful day. Get that healing done, get that trauma sorted and let me know how you go.